In this episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Podcast, everything you need to know about how to use music for exercise, stress, anxiety, pain, sleep, immunity, intelligence building, and much more. Fitness, nutrition, biohacking, longevity, life optimization, spirituality, and a whole lot more. Welcome to the Ben Greenfield Life Show. Are you ready to hack your life? Let's do this. If you're in your 30s or anywhere beyond, you got to start eliminating senescent cells in your body. These are the so-called zombie cells that make you feel old before it's time to feel old. They linger in your body after their useful function, hence their name zombie cells, wasting energy and precious nutrition and leading to so many middle-aged symptoms like low energy, brain fog, slow workout recovery, and joint discomfort. But luckily, you can nuke these senescent cells. There are a bunch of different newly discovered plant-derived ingredients that when expertly combined can help to reduce senescent cells and the folks at Neurohacker have cracked the code on putting them all together into a fantastic product called Qualia Senolytic. Qualia Senolytic. Now, this could be one of the biggest aging breakthroughs of the decade based on what we know about senescent cells. It could take years off how old you feel in just months. And you only use it twice a month, six capsules twice a month. Super simple. I'm actually on my cycle right now. I just took six this morning. I'll take six tomorrow morning. Then I set it and forget it for a month, nuking my senescent cells and feeling younger in the process. So if you're sick of feeling old before your time, try, try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, S-E-N-O, neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, Backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee and that code Ben Senna will give you an additional 15% off at neurohacker.com forward slash Ben Senna. All right, folks. Clinical research has shown that therapeutically and for overall health and well-being, the most critical time to ground is when you sleep. The electrons you absorb when grounding neutralizes free radical damage, squelches inflammation, restores healthy endocrine function, enhances cellular gating and circulation. That then improves the cellular uptake of nutrients and oxygen and hormones while maximizing the removal of cellular waste. And you can now ground when you sleep. This company called Ultimate Longevity makes indoor grounded sleeping devices, and they've done clinical research studies on grounding the human body for health. When you sleep on these mats, you get six to eight hours of uninterrupted grounding, meaning I could travel, unroll onto my hotel room bed, and fight all of the radiation, the inflammation I got from flying on the airplane right there during a full night of sleep. Full body grounding, which is what these mats give you versus just your feet on the ground, maximizes the electron transfer because the more surface area contact, the more beneficial the electrons, the more the results. So you get these amazing benefits and inside your body, this stream of electrons works as an anti-inflammatory, pain-relieving, anti-aging, antioxidant boost, squelching inflammation all night long. They've got over 20 peer-reviewed research studies that have been published on the extensive health benefits of grounding. For vagal tone, serum electrolytes, thyroid function, blood glucose, blood viscosity, sleep, pain, stiffness, blood pressure, stress, even depression and anxiety. It's crazy. So you can go to ultimatelongevity.com slash Ben to get your hands on these grounding mats. You can do mattress, pillow, blankets, a whole bunch of other valuable tools to help you bring your inflammation down and jumpstart your healing process. Again, it's ultimatelongevity.com slash Ben. Well, folks, you and I, or the average American at least, spend an average of 90% of time indoors, breathing around 30,000 gallons of air daily. 
According to the EPA, indoor air can be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases, a hundred times more polluted, especially like your home gym where you're breathing in even more air. This can be a serious issue. Data shows that air pollution is responsible for nearly seven million premature deaths around the world. So you need air purifying technology. And the one that I like as a standalone system that doesn't require you to go re-outfit your entire home's AC system or ducts is called the Air Doctor. The Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. So your lungs don't need to. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses and virtually 100% of particles as small as 0.003 microns. They also feature whisper jet fans, 30% quieter than normal ordinary air purifiers, and they are extremely affordable and accessible. Furthermore, they're going to give you up to 39% off of one of their extremely impressive and efficacious air filters or up to $300 off today. Here's how you lock this in. You go to airdoctorpro.com slash You can get one with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping, but you're going to love it. Airdoctorpro.com slash G. You'll get up to 39% off or up to $300 off. So lock it in today, folks. You'll enjoy it. Clean air is something everybody deserves. You can get it with the Air Doctor. All right, folks. This is a very special, I suppose, episode of the Ben Greenfield Life Show because it's all about music and how frequencies of music and sound can interact with your body, your biology, your DNA in order to make your life better. This is a topic near and dear to my heart right now because I have just fulfilled my bucket list dream of recording what I suppose could best be described as a contemporary rock album uh, in Nashville which was absolutely life-changing. The EP, as I believe it's called, of my six-song album is now completely available, and you're going to get to hear those songs woven into today's show. So I think you're going to really, really love this. I think you're going to learn a lot, and I would love to hear your comments, your questions, your feedback. And in addition to that, all the studies I cite, uh, all of the music that I talk about, you can find all of this at bengreenfieldlife.com slash musicpodcast. That's bengreenfieldlife.com slash musicpodcast. I grew up in a quite musical family. I played the violin for 13 years. I sang in a rock band in high school. I used to write little songs when I was a teenager and play them with my friends. I sang in church choir in college. I've even interviewed amazing music icons like Rick Rubin is a very good example on this very podcast. And if you go to the show notes at bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast, I'll link to that episode and some other relevant musical-based episodes. Now, despite not being anything like a professional musician, I I love music. I play my guitar a lot. I love to write and sing my own original songs. I sing praise songs and hymns at church. I've been known to bust out you know, Coldplay or Jelly Roll or Elevation Worship or Chris Stapleton, you, you name it. And yes, I dig a weird mix of contemporary and pop and Christian and country. Uh, and I just, I love to bust into song and play songs for myself and for my family. So it's no secret that music is and always has been a huge passion of mine. 
I use music for relaxation, for medicine, for energy, for sleep, for worship, and as a creative outlet for the words and the tunes that seem to swirl around in my mind at least several times a week. And uh, this this brand new rock album that I recorded in Nashville is a perfect example of that. It's called Made For. The whole album is free online. You can check out bengreenfieldlife.com slash music if you want to check it out. Uh, but today, I don't just want to play a bunch of tracks. I'll, I'll play you some of these tracks, which I hope you really enjoy. But I also want to tell you some of the really, really interesting things that I've learned about music and its biological benefits and the way that it's woven into DNA. I, I was actually even listening this morning. There's this crazy paranormal podcast that I sometimes tune into called Blurry Creatures. And in this episode of Blurry Creatures, uh, today's episode, which I'll link to in the show notes, was all about how frequencies of music uh, are things that are passed on to us by the spirit world and they can play with our DNA and our bodies in really weird ways. I realize that's kind of fringe, kind of woo, kind of spooky, uh, but we live in a spooky world. So uh, if you want to check that out, go for it. If you want to take the deep dive into the paranormal. So anyways, before we jump in to some of the ways that I want to teach you about how to use music for working out for exercise and for fitness, I actually want to play for you the first track from my brand new album. Appropriately enough, since we're going to be talking about exercise and since this is a great gym track, uh, the first track I want to play for you is Running With You. I wrote Running With You for my son's who are named River and Taryn. And so you'll notice the sneaky part in the lyrics here where I call them out when I say, run wild like a river and shake the ground, live louder than thunder. And this song actually reflects the the bond and adventure between father and sons. I wrote it to crank out loud while you're driving down the highway, uh, while you're doing a workout, and while you're up to anything active. So we're going to delve in. By the way, big shout out to uh, my collaborator on this project, uh, Chad Carruthers, who's a producer down in Nashville who's been fantastic to work with, huge talent, and uh, it is he who was my key man for putting this project together. Also, when you listen to this song, the oh part of it is actually just me and four other guys, and we blew this up in the studio to sound like a whole choir, but it's literally just each of us going, whoa. So anyways, sit back, enjoy running with you, or I should say more appropriately, run, lift, Charge down the highway. Enjoy this song. Here we go. When you don't give yourself the grace you need, everything that you touch keeps falling apart.
you enjoyed that track so as promised i want to talk about how music can be used to influence your workouts there's actually a wealth of research on the impact of music on exercise and whether music can actually influence a workout there's over two decades of research on how listening to music helps people to be able to run farther cycle for longer swim faster positively affect mood during a workout decrease perceived effort increase endurance and it's odd for me to be talking to you about this because I personally don't play music that often when I exercise. Back in the day when I'd race in triathlon, I would do a lot of interval training and I'd put together these tracks where I'd have a five minute long easy song, then a five minute long hard song. And I'd string like six of those together. So if I was gonna run for say an hour, I could do a five hard, five easy run. That's one way that I used to use music quite a bit when I'd need to do a harder interval-based workout. I also was what someone once called a spin Nazi in college, meaning I taught spin classes multiple times per week. And I was like a DJ for spin classes. And I love to put together all these tracks that were focused on going hard, going easy, certain cadences that I put together to mimic the cadence that I want people to achieve on the bikes. Anybody who's been in a spin class understands how this goes. But uh, the, the impact of music from a scientific perspective on exercise is really interesting. Uh, there's one predominant researcher, and I'm going to try not to butcher his name. His name is Professor Costas Karagorgis. Uh, I'm just going to pretend like that's exactly how you pronounce his name. But he is an expert in sport and exercise psychology. I believe he operates out of Brunel University in London, where they've spent years monitoring the brain's response to music while people exercise. Now, one of their studies that was published in the Psychology of Sport and Exercise found that listening to music led to a 28% increase in enjoyment of a workout or an exercise session compared with listening to nothing. 
and enjoyment was 13% higher for people who listened to music compared to listening to a podcast. And as I alluded to a few minutes ago, this is interesting for me because I use music as almost like I sometimes say I use sugar as a sometimes drug, right? Like I'll dose with carbohydrates before a really hard workout. But most of the time I don't because I want to train my body to be a little bit more of a fat burning machine. Now with music, I actually predominantly listen to podcasts or audiobooks while I'm working out. Sometimes just silence for the meditative aspects of that. But when I got to dig deep, when I got to go to the well, when I'm feeling a little bit sluggish for workout, that's when I'll bust out the musical tracks. But if you see me with my headphones on at the gym or working out, a lot of times I'm not listening to music. I'm actually using a workout. I think Tony Robbins once described driving in your car and listening to, say, an audiobook or you know, Tony Robbins seminar, as the case may be, was like a traveling university. And I consider my workouts to be an active university where I'm learning and listening and exercising at the same time. But that being said, if you got to go hard, it is undeniable that music can be super duper useful for that. Uh, they had another study that showed the participants who listened to music they deemed pleasing, meaning self-selected music that they liked, had higher levels of serotonin, a hormone that can promote positive feelings. And it has become clear that by boosting pleasure in this way, music appears to reduce what's called your RPC your rating of perceived exertion, meaning it can make a hard workout feel less hard. There are more than 100 studies on this showing an average 10% reduction in perceived exertion during everything from low all the way up to moderate exercise intensities when listening to music. Now, it's interesting because the professor, Kara Georges, who I described, he has actually done studies where he's found that if somebody else selects the music for you, or if it's just like a radio or a Spotify playlist that you didn't put together or a random list of tracks, that will actually reduce your perceived exertion by about 8%. But if you select the music yourself, you reduce the perceived exertion by multitudes of percentages above that, uh, up to 12%. So basically, if you are selecting your own music, it's actually better than you listening to random tracks if you want to reduce your rating of perceived exertion, which I realize is paradoxical because I've actually chosen the tracks that you're going to listen to for today's podcast. Once you're engaged in super hard exercise, which would be defined as beyond 75% of your VO2 max, then it turns out that high-intensity workout music, and this is a little paradoxical to me, but it's not as effective at higher intensities, which is crazy, which means music is more effective for like a long run or an easier workout than it would be for a super duper hard workout. I thought that was interesting. I can't describe it or explain it, but that's what the research shows. Uh, they've also shown that music helps to improve your actual sporting performance. For example, when we go play family tennis or family pickleball, I grab the Bluetooth speaker, I bring that out, and I play music to make it fun. I love this little playlist on Spotify called the Happy Playlist, one of my favorites for playing music or playing tennis or pickleball. But it appears that if you are listening to music during a sporting performance like tennis or pickleball, say, it not only can reduce rating of perceived exertion and increase feelings of pleasure, but would allow you to engage in better skill acquisition and better sporting performance. 
Now, the other thing that's interesting and another way in which music affects your performance is by synchronizing with a beat. Meaning if you're going to go for a run at 180 strides per minute, you can actually select a piece of music that is rhythmically close to that, like 90 beats per minute. Like I used to do in spin class when I know, okay, this is going to be a hill climb song, so I'd choose a 60 RPM track, or this is going to be a faster up-tempo song, so I'd choose a 100 RPM track. But the actual RPM or the beat is also really important. And they found that the metronome effect of music that's set to a good beat hopefully like the running with you track that you just heard can reduce oxygen intake by up to 7%, which is again, showing that you don't have to work as hard or suck air as much when you're listening to music during exercise. So the hosts of research on how music positively influences workout, but I just think it's fascinating how you can use it strategically for a workout. And that all being said, I think we're coming up on the time for your next song. So this next song is actually the theme song for my entire my entire album. It's called Made For. So my album is called Made For, but this song is called Made For also. And I really poured some energy into this one, as you'll probably hear when you listen to my voice straining to bust out the Breathe this all in, be here right now. When I got to some of the high-pitched parts of this song. Chad and I were sometimes working close to like 10 p.m. My voice was cracking. I was tired after a week of recording, but I barely hit these notes. You'll hear in the song, uh, which I wrote as an inspiration for you to be fully present to what the world is telling you right now. Eyes wide open, a fearless and hopeful spirit, and a knowledge deep down inside that God has a great purpose for your life. That's all woven into this song. So it's called Made For. This is what you're made for. Check it out. There's a reason for all this Don't close your eyes, you just might miss What life is telling you don't close your eyes Don't let go of anything Look for the signs in everything What the world is telling you Don't close your eyes Breathe Don't miss 
So now that you've heard that track, I want to delve into music for stress, music for stress. I, I remember when I read this passage of the Bible about how when, when uh, King uh, Saul was super stressed, he had David come play music for him. And it turns out that listening to music can have really therapeutic effects. I actually did an interview with this composer. Uh, may he rest in peace. He since passed away. His name is Michael Tyrell, and he has these fantastic tracks called Whole Tones, which he tunes to specific frequencies for sound healing and for decreased stress. What's also interesting is if you listen to that podcast I mentioned in the introduction with uh, Blurry Creatures on the frequency of music, Michael actually reset the frequency hertz of the A note, I believe it is in his music, to be closer to 444 hertz. And there's a whole controversial story behind why that would be that you can listen to my podcast with Michael to learn more about. But it turns out that music, especially music that's tuned to the right frequency, has significant power to help reduce stress and anxiety and relieve pain and even improve focus. So there was a 2020 overview of research into music and stress, and it showed that listening to music can lower your heart rate, it can lower the amount of cortisol produced by the adrenal glands, it can release pain-killing endorphins, which is why it can be useful even if you've had surgery that you're recovering from, uh, cancer-related pain, injury-related pain, etc. It can distract you from stress, thus reducing your physical and emotional stress levels, and they found in clinically meaningful ways it can reduce a variety of stress-related symptoms. So, you know, when music sounds move through your ears as vibrations and your inner ear translates those vibrations into electrical signals and then neurons transmit those signals to certain areas of what's called the cerebral cortex in your brain, dedicated regions of the brain can then detect the different elements of those signals, like the tone and the pitch and the rhythm of the music. When areas of the brain get activated by the music, especially if it's positive, uplifting music, uh, even though I had a fascinating dinner conversation uh, just a couple of weeks ago with the lead guitarist of a, a band called Five Fingers Death Punch. I don't necessarily think that Five Finger Death Punch, you know, hard metal or death metal is going to be the best for stress. I, I, I don't think I'm, I'm uh, revealing a newsflash there. But the investigation into the right kind of music's health effects on its ability to calm us down and relieve stress is undeniable. So there was a 2021 study that showed that people who listened to 
personal selections of music, both at home and in a laboratory environment. Again, the importance of self-selection here, not having someone else select the music, but you select the tracks you want to listen to had significantly reduced cortisol levels. There was another overview of 349 different studies that occurred on music's usefulness as a mental health treatment for schizophrenia, for bipolar, and for major depression. 68.5% of music-based interventions had positive results. Music therapy has also shown a significant benefit in preventing burnout in workers. Uh, There was one study that showed that having access to 30-minute music listening sessions during a break reduced stress and less emotional exhaustion was a result of that. This is interesting because I try to duck out after lunch every day and do about 20 to 40 minutes of meditation. And two of the ways that I do that involve music. One is an app called New Calm, N-U Calm, that plays these tracks that just lull you into this positive or relaxed or focused state, depending on how you select the music. The other is a light sound stimulation machine that has musical tracks. It's called the Brain Tap. What I really like about the Brain Tap is some of my favorite sessions are indeed tracks that are from that composer that I talked about, Michael Tyrell, but they're specifically selected to have light and sound stimulation that shifts your brain in different directions for alpha brainwave, delta brainwave, or theta brainwave production, depending on the level of relaxation that you want. Uh, Another 2018 survey revealed that 62% of people were responsive to music for relaxation, for sleep, and for insomnia. This is also interesting because, I mean, just this morning is a perfect example. I woke up at about 3.45 a.m. I didn't quite feel like getting up and crushing the day right then. Call me crazy. But I put on a 100-minute New Calm track and kept my lazy butt in bed listening to that New Calm track. And it's incredibly relaxing and restorative and often will lull me back to sleep. They've shown that music listening or music therapy reduces depression levels, increases confidence, increases motivation. In children, they looked at all the studies in a 2021 review from 2009 up to 2019. They showed that music significantly reduces anxiety for children leading up to and during medical procedures. So once again, there's the medical stress-reducing pain-killing effect of music. During the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, there was a survey of over 5,600 people from 11 countries that showed that music helped people cope during lockdown and to uh, basically get through the pandemic, the loss of work, the being shut down at home with your whole family driving you crazy and getting cabin fever. Turns out that music helps out quite a bit with that as well, or helped out quite a bit with that. They've also shown improved quality of life for people with Alzheimer's disease, showing that music interventions can have positive effects on the behavior and cognition of people with Alzheimer's disease. Music can, of course, assist with meditation, which decreases stress. And my, again, my two favorite ways to do that are the New Calm app and the BrainTap light sound stimulation device. Uh, they've also shown that music therapy with the therapist can really help enhance the efficacy of a therapy session if they have good music playing in the background, like good, relaxing, stress-relieving music. They've also shown that music can relieve pain. So post-surgical pain, physical pain, joint pain, you name it. Especially if you're recovering or doing a recovery session, it turns out that music could help lower the amount of pain that you feel or the amount of soreness that you feel, whether it's a workout or a surgery or an injury or anything else. Now, are there some types of music that are better for reducing stress? 
well, historically, certain genres of lyricless music, like classical music and ambient music, have been studied. And no surprises there. There's a great deal of evidence that those forms of music can reduce stress and anxiety. But that doesn't mean they're better than other genres of music. For example, rap music. Uh, you know, despite my uh, my my hesitations about recommending that, because sometimes the lyrics of rap music are not that uplifting. But it turns out that in rap music, that actually is not chock full of violence and and you know, dirty language. It can be inspiring and motivating when people are in a low mood or dealing with difficult life circumstances. Even heavy metal music, which I know I threw into the bush earlier, it appears to help in one study enhance what's called identity development. I am not quite sure I can fully define why that is or what it means, but they found that heavy metal enthusiasts did often experience traumatic and risky sex, drug, and rock and roll oriented lives. But that identity that they had with that seemed to serve as a protective factor against negative outcomes like chronic disease or suicide. So I guess what I'm saying here is it's like being able to identify with a strong form of music seems to help to reduce stress. And there's actually a group of musicians and researchers and music therapists that have claimed to create the most relaxing, stress-relieving song ever. It's called Weightless. It's called Weightless. I'll link to the song Weightless in the show notes so you can decide for yourself if it's actually the most relaxing song ever. So if you go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast, I'll link to this song Weightless so you can take a listen to that one. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to keep going here in a second, but I want to take a break here and play for you my next song. I wrote this song as a love letter to my wife. It is called Eternal Spark. And it's about how when you look into someone's eyes, you can see deep down into their soul. You can see the glowing spark inside them that fuels their drive, their passion, their purpose. And that's way more important than how they look or what they're wearing or their muscles or their achievements or anything like that. Uh, if you saw Pixar's animated movie Soul, that also inspired this song, this idea of an invisible spark inside each of us. And how I would find myself falling into the brightest blue eternal star when I look into my wife's eyes. So yeah, this is a love song. There's a part of it that goes, just show the light that lasts forever. Oh, from your heart, oh, from your soul, open your eyes just for a moment. I want to fall into your deepest blue. So anyways, here you go. Enjoy this love song to my wife. I hope that it brings you closer to one of your loved ones. Here we go. Open your 
If you're in your 30s or anywhere beyond, you got to start eliminating senescent cells in your body. These are the so-called zombie cells that make you feel old before it's time to feel old. They linger in your body after their useful function, hence their name zombie cells, wasting energy and precious nutrition and leading to so many middle-aged symptoms like low energy, brain fog, slow workout recovery, and joint discomfort. But luckily, you can nuke these senescent cells. There are a bunch of different newly discovered plant-derived ingredients that when expertly combined can help to reduce senescent cells. And the folks at Neurohacker have cracked the code on putting them all together into a fantastic product called Qualia Senolytic. Qualia Senolytic. Now, this could be one of the biggest aging breakthroughs of the decade based on what we know about senescent cells. It could take years off how old you feel in just months. And you only use it twice a month, six capsules twice a month. Super simple. I'm actually on my cycle right now. I just took six this morning. I'll take six tomorrow morning. Then I set it and forget it for a month, nuking my senescent cells and feeling younger in the process. So if you're sick of feeling old before your time, try, try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, S-E-N-O, neurohacker.com slash Ben Seno, Backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee and that code Ben Senna will give you an additional 15% off at neurohacker.com forward slash Ben Senna. I don't think it's any secret that I'm not a huge fan of big, clunky New Year's resolutions. Why? Because they usually rely on willpower. And willpower is a tool of your conscious mind. That controls just like 2 to 4% of your daily actions. Your habits, whether good or bad, in fitness or nutrition or productivity and beyond, they're all deeply ingrained, and that creates an internal thermostat that keeps you stuck in your current situation. Well, the good news is you're not alone. I've worked with thousands of clients who were all trying the right things but felt stuck and realized their willpower was not what helped them get out of their scenario. Instead, they needed direction, guidance, accountability, a plan, a program, and a big why, and I provide all of that with my revolutionary coaching programs. I have retooled the coaching programs. We have amazing options for you in our brand new elite programs. 
from bengreenfieldlife.com. So you can join now and redefine your reality with a limited time offer of 40% off of your first month of coaching. Here's how. Go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash elite for a personalized coach set up perfectly for you to achieve any goal you want safely, quickly, and effectively. bengreenfieldlife.com forward slash E-L-I-T-E. And I'll see you on the inside. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed Eternal Spark. And now I want to teach you a little bit about music and your immune system. Greek physicians back in the day would use music as medicine. They were known to use flutes and lyres and what are called zitars to help patients with digestion and mental disturbances and sleep issues. Ancient Egyptians used musical incantations that they thought would heal the ailing. And since the 19th century, the effects of music on blood pressure and heart rate and respiratory rate and killer T cell production and a lot more has been more formally examined. Now, a lot of these studies have shown that music, uh, and even more so, this is interesting, live music, like someone actually playing a musical instrument in the room with you, back to the King Saul, you know, harpist David analogy, lowers blood pressure, increases cardiac output, decreases heart rate, and assists with the activation of the parasympathetic rest and relax nervous system. Now, in a meta-analysis of 400 studies in 2013, they found that music could vastly assist with the body's immune system function, meaning listening to music and yes, even playing music can increase the body's production of the antibody immunoglobulin A and the cells that attack invading viruses and boost the immune system's effectiveness, along with decreasing the levels of that hormone I was talking about earlier, cortisol. So whether you're making a mood shifts playlist for if you're sick or you're yearning to master the soothing tones of a flute or a mouth harp or perhaps more conservatively a guitar or even humming or singing or turning on your favorite jams and having a dance party, even if you're sick, it turns out that the neurochemistry of music, especially related to the immune system, puts it way up there as far as something that can help you if you're sick, something that can help you during cold and flu season, and something that can ultimately equip your body to better be able to fight battles. Now, studies have shown that music can regulate immune function in humans by enhancing the activity of NK cells and T lymphocytes and promoting the production of certain anti-inflammatory compounds, what are called interleukins. Now, music can have a reversing effect on the immunosuppressive effects caused by noise pollution as well. It turns out that loud trucks and constantly running appliances and the hum of overhead jets can actually suppress your immune system. And when you play music, you see a reversal of that decrease in thymus and spleen activity and the number or activity of white blood cells, these lymphocytes, and NK killer cells. Now, music can also slightly improve immune parameters in unstressed organisms as well. So one of the ways it does this is related to the decreased levels of cortisol in the blood. And there's even some evidence that music might reduce the metastasis of tumor cells and postpone cancer progression. 
music therapy has also been shown to promote immune tolerance after organ transplantation, resulting in better survival in organisms that were given what's called an allograft uh, implant or an allograft organ transplantation. And in the meantime, the levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines like interleukin-2 are suppressed when you listen to music, while those of anti-inflammatory cytokines like interleukin-4 and interleukin-10 are increased. So all of these results show that you can have a better quality of life and a stronger immune function when you're avoiding noise pollution and or playing yourself good musical tracks at the same time. So again, a shout out to things like whole tones, a shout out to like YouTube channels where you can search for sound medicine or healing tracks. And you can find a variety of tracks, for example, on YouTube that are even directed towards certain organs like the colon or the intestines or the heart or the brain or the thymus because a lot of the the things that I talked about when I interviewed the composer Michael Tyrell show that different organs can interact with different frequencies. It's the same premise that's behind tuning fork healing where people use tuning forks and frequencies to target different organs of the body. Turns out that you can use music in a very, very similar manner. So music is good for the immune system and can even help you if you've gotten sick to get better faster. So next, I want to play for you a song that includes a cameo from my dear wife, Jessa. Now, when I interviewed Dr. Isaac and Erica Jones recently on my podcast, I described how my wife and I were on the brink of a horrible breakup and a divorce about eight years ago. I won't tell the story in detail here, but ultimately it was our love for each other and our unwavering commitment to this idea of covering everything in love that got us through it. So there's this passage from 1 Corinthians 13 that our entire family has memorized, and it goes like this. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. And that idea of love covering all, as the name of this song implies, cover it all, is the story that I tell in this song. And if you listen in towards the end of the song, it was kind of funny because while we were producing the song down in Nashville, we had my wife actually call in and record what you hear as her special cameo appearance towards the end of the song. I won't spoiler alert it anymore for you, but you can hear my wife, Jessa, in a cameo at the end of this song via the telephone. And I think it's a really nice touch at the end of the song. So enjoy, cover it all. Pretend to be Atlas and carry the world But at the end of the day I'm a man Just a man I built up a kingdom but never a home I wish I could go back then Set fire to all my plans Nothing really matters at the end of the day except us Nothing really matters if we don't have the faith to trust The love's gonna cover The love's gonna cover, cover it all 
gonna cover Love's gonna cover Cover it all Love's gonna cover Took almost losing it all To get my priorities back To get you back You held me through fire Had grace for my worst You never let go of my hand You never have Cause nothing really matters At the end of the day except If we don't have the faith to trust you enjoyed cover it all and uh now i want to get into something i've mentioned a couple of times sound healing it's a growing field of alternative medicine it's been around for thousands of years i remember i first experienced it when i was in sedona surprise there's sound healing in sedona arizona uh and i sat in for a session with this guy named Porangui. And Porangui proceeded to blast me with didgeridoos and drums while walking me through breath work, while having me on this sound healing table and combining it with deep tissue massage therapy. And that's exactly what sound healing is. It's the use of specific instruments and music and tones and sonic vibrations to balance and heal the body, mind, and spirit. I even have this thing called a bioacoustic mat. I got it from this Korean company called Biomat. I lay on it. Uh, it's, I have a place on top of a massage table and I get massages on it, but you could just lay on it even if you weren't getting a massage and you can plug it into any audio player, such as a phone 
and you can play music through the table and your entire body absorbs the music. It's a sound healing mat. You can even, if you wanted to, like plug your TV into it or your computer and watch a movie through your body, like listen to the movie through your body. It's crazy. It's called a bioacoustic mat. Anyways, sound healing uses specific sound frequencies to promote deep rest and nervous system rebalancing and emotional releases and appears to also cause a shift in brainwave states to a more hypnotic, meditative theta brainwave state. So typically, if you were going to go in and try a sound therapy treatment, even though you can self-inflict this with your own sound healing tools, it's usually like a private yoga studio or a private room that you go into, very similar to a massage. And essentially, it's somebody playing different sounds and audios and instruments to treat your body with specific frequencies. So you know, Pythagoras, the ancient Greek philosopher Pythagoras, is known as the father of music, and he discovered music intervals and was the first person to prescribe music as medicine. And he taught how harmonic frequencies, again, the same as we might use in tuning fork therapy, could be used for healing. Uh, there was another guy named Heinrich Wilhelm Dove. He discovered the neurological effect of what are called binaural beats in 1839. That means you play one frequency in one ear, such as 490 hertz. You play another frequency in the other ear, such as 480 hertz. And the delta between those two frequencies, which would be 10 hertz in this case, would shift you into a certain brainwave state. Uh, 10 hertz would be an alpha brainwave state, 10 to 12 hertz or so. So Anyways, there was another British osteopathic physician named Sir Peter Guy Manners who developed a machine to produce to produce therapeutic sound vibration for the cells in the body. And so, uh, you know, I've interviewed, I had a fantastic interview with a person who wrote what I consider to be the leading book on sound medicine. And I'll link to that in the show notes at bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast. But a few examples of sound medicine would be a sound bath. Right, That's probably one of the more common types of sound therapy where you have one or more musician, musicians playing gongs or Tibetan singing bowls or temple bells or other percussive instruments, and those frequencies resonate through your body and your entire body, down deep down into your bones. You, you got to try this if you haven't done it before. Uh, it responds to the pitch and the tone and the volume and the rhythm of those instruments. Uh, there's also guided sound meditations, and you could go to YouTube and just you know look up guided sound meditations and download a track. But typically, this is taking you through a full journey using different sounds, sometimes with meditative cues for helping you to achieve a deeper state of relaxation. I personally, again, not to kick a horse to death, really like the brain tap for this because it's not just sound, but I'm also getting light stimulation and uh that's in the ear and in the eyes and then if i decide to plug my brain tap because you can do this into my sound healing table i can get sound and light and then also sound through my body frequencies through my body at the same time which is crazy uh self-inflicted sound therapy with humming or arming such as you might experience uh, there's one breathwork app called the othership app that i like and there are self-inflicted sound healing breathwork sessions you can do in that app there's vibroacoustic therapy which i described already that's the mat that i have that bioacoustic mat that uses low frequency sound waves to stimulate the body there are what are called acutonics i've also alluded to that already that's placing tuning forks on different parts of the body to stimulate acupuncture points trigger points or other areas of discomfort uh 
based on the concepts behind acupuncture, each of these points are connected to meridians and chakras through the body that can affect the entire nervous system. And by stimulating those points with high frequency sound waves, you can restore harmony within the body and decrease stress. So examples of sound healing instruments would be like Tibetan singing bowls, uh, tambora. That's a traditional Indian instrument you may have heard with four strings, really nice, rich, resonant, harmonic tone. Crystal singing bowls, which are different than Tibetan bowls, are made of quartz crystal. They're easier to play, in my opinion, than Tibetan bowls. Like if you want to get your own bowl and learn to play it, crystal singing bowls are pretty easy to learn to play. Uh, flutes like bamboo or Native American flutes. Uh, bells are another really good one. I have a hand pan that I'll sometimes place in my lap, and even though I suck at playing it, uh, it's cool because when you place a hand pan or what's also called a steel tongue drum in your lap and play it, the sounds vibrate and resonate through your entire body. There are frame drums, which are thin framed wooden drums with the drum head stretched across one side, tuned at a slow pitch and really good for playing like slow, hypnotic, rhythmic patterns. There's rattlers, there's shakers, there's chimes, right? The series of tuned bars that ring out when they're struck. There's even rain sticks, which for anybody who really does not know how to play a musical instrument and has no musical talent whatsoever can turn a stick from side to side in most cases and produce this soft, gentle sound that's really good for calming the mind and easing stress. So I'm a fan of both playing many of these traditional sound healing instruments, but then also listening to them and even using technology like the vibroacoustic mat or the brain tap to get even deeper amounts of sound healing stimulation. So Anyways, uh, what you can try if you would like to is the next time you're stressed out, just take a deep breath in and go, hmm, or you can um like a, um, um, and just doing a few rounds of that, you'll notice your body really settles down if you're stressed out. So that all being said, I think it's time for the next song. This song is called Pull Me Closer. I was inspired to write this song when I was on a morning walk and I was praying, which I like to do sometimes when I'm walking in nature. And I was looking around at the different colors and the canvas of the fields and the trees and the sky and the wind and all the beautiful elements that surrounded me in the moment that all seemed to be pulling me closer to God. And so I started to bust out these lyrics like creation cries, explosions in every shade, pull me closer, it pulls me closer to you. And it turned out to be like a really upbeat song when I finished laying out the melody and recording this down in Nashville. So I think you're gonna like this one. It's just meant to show how nature can draw you closer to God. And um, I just think it's a really inspirational song. Great to play through your sound healing table if you decide to do that. But anyways, enjoy Pull Me Closer.
All right, well, I hope you enjoyed Pull Me Closer. And again, you can access any of these tracks if you want to add them to Spotify or leave them a like on YouTube or whatever. If you go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash music. And again, the show notes for today's show are at bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast. So I want to focus next on learning, learning and music, because you know, I, I did an interview a while back with the folks who have this app called Brain FM, and they have specific tracks on Brain FM that are designed to allow you to learn better. So, you know, it, it's it's interesting because you can define music a lot of different ways, but unlike speech, music is not generally considered what we would call semantic, meaning it doesn't use words to explain things. So think how difficult it would be to say something simple like your left shoe is untied using only melody and rhythm. Music is instead often used to convey emotions, and it still seems to be able to affect our IQ and our learning. So, for example, they've shown that people's scores on IQ tests improve when they listen to classical music by Mozart. I think there's even tracks for babies. I think they might even be called Baby Mozart, now that I'm thinking about it, that are supposedly designed to increase IQ or learning development in a child when played to a baby in the womb or a school child or whatever. But subsequent studies since that Mozart study has shown that listening to music doesn't actually make you smarter, but it does raise your level of enjoyment and, as you've already learned, decreases your feelings of stress which can result in better focused and things like improved test scores. In addition, if you listen to a certain type of music or track while you're studying for a test and then replay that same music or track, provided that it's not too distracting and is preferably even lyricless, you can actually do better on the test, which is also important, the lyricless part, because who knows, your teacher or instructor or professor might think that you've hidden cheat codes within the, the lyrics of the music you're listening to. You never know. So anyways, just like your muscles, your brain gets stronger. The more that you exercise it, that's through a process called neuroplasticity because the brain is easily shaped like plastic. Now you can measure neuroplasticity with brain imaging techniques like uh, magnetic resonance imaging with an MRI or electroencephalogram with an EEG to find out how playing music changes the way that your brain works. Research with that type of technology has shown that auditory, visual, and motor areas of the brain are specialized in very good musicians in a way that not only increases the size of the brain, but also the way that each part of that brain functions. So for example, in someone who is well-trained as a musician or who plays an instrument frequently, the auditory system processes sound more effectively after musical training. And you can detect smaller differences in frequency, the number of sound waves per second, which makes both speech and music easier to hear. Arguably, you're a better communicator if you're a musician, or at least if you're a wannabe musician like me who fiddles around with an instrument on a regular basis. When you play an instrument, brain areas that control the instrument-related muscles and body parts like the fingers or the mouth grow in size. So more neurons in the brain are devoted to fine-tuning muscle movement in those areas. Uh, studies have shown that better music ability is related to higher reading scores, suggesting this link between how well you hear speech and how well you can map speech sounds to letters. And there's even an increase in what's called social-emotional awareness, which is the ability to be able to identify and manage and express emotions constructively, read what other people are thinking, be more empathetic. And that's been shown in people who play music frequently or play music together with other people even more specifically. So your auditory system is so highly interconnected with all the other sensory systems of your body that this makes 
perfect sense. So songs with repetitive melodies and rhythms, for example, can help you to memorize lists or stories or even processes. I mean, like I'll, I'll give you a silly example. Like I used to listen to the band that is a Christian band called DC talk in high school. And I'd sing along and it's crazy how much better you can memorize things when you've associated them with music. I mean, it's been what, like 25 years, more than that. It's been almost 30 years since I listened to DC Talk. And I can still remember, like, there's a rap. Uh, what's the song? Uh, I think it's Jesus Freak. You know, and they go, I'm down with the one that's known as the song from the G to the O to the D, never done in the flow and the no on the go, like a grown up show, because I ain't in the biz for the dough or the me or the ray or the dough's got to stay, because I can't, no, I can't take it home anyway. Never try it when I write, because the Lord is my light and his word is my rhyme. So you know, no, 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 he's all right. So Jesus is still all right. Jesus is still all right with me. So yeah, I was a Jesus Freak. But it's so crazy. I, I can remember that rap off the top of my head and I love the idea of like church music and worship music because I can memorize, you know, what I consider to be the most important book on the planet using music. So music's amazing for memorization because the auditory system is so connected to all these other systems in the body. But it's interesting because again, when you play music in the background, you can learn better. You can focus better. You can read better. You can read other people better. And I think that tying music into learning and using music to memorize is one of the most powerful, weird, mysterious ways that the human being tends to operate. The human brain, more specifically, tends to operate when it comes to music making the learning aspects of your life better. And so that being said, I've got another song for you. So this song is called You're Great. And it starts out with this line. Bullet trains, every broken chain, you are in the gray. Darker days of every single shade, yeah, you are still the same. So this is an upbeat kind of driving rock song that describes how God's strength and power is revealed in so many encounters of our daily existence. That when your strength starts failing and you feel like you can't keep fighting, like I say in the song, there's a reason you can smile and kiss the rain at every mile. So anyways, I think you'll dig this one. I I like it. I feel like it gives me a huge pick-me-up in the gym, like literally for a strength training session. And again, I don't listen to music all the time when I'm working out, but this is definitely in the category of what I would call a workout song or a very energetic song. So again, it's called You're Great. Enjoy. Still the 
Well, folks, that was, if I counted properly, six songs from my new album, Made For. In addition to a review on how music can help you exercise, relieve stress, anxiety, and pain, benefit the immune system, be used as sound medicine for every cell and organ of the body, impact your intelligence and your learning and your memorization, and a whole lot more. So if you liked this music, look, I'm not trying to become a professional musician, at least not yet, uh, nor am I trying to get famous uh, uh, with my music, but I would love your feedback. I would love for you to share these tracks or share this podcast if you can with someone who you think it might help uh, inspire. Because again, like I'm a health and fitness dude. I'm not a musician, but I decided, you know what, what the heck, I'm going to pursue my dream of recording an album and I did it. And yes, I play my guitar every night and I suck, but I stick with it anyways because it makes me happy and I know how good music is for the body and the brain. So if you have your own things you want to add, if you want to share my music, if you want to go check out these tracks and give them a like or download them or add them to a Spotify playlist or whatever else, you can go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast. That's bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast. I'm honored to have been able to share with you this track called made for and um who knows i you know i'm I'm actually working right now on another song i don't know if i'll ever do another album but i plan on singing and songwriting for the rest of my life and i guess the last thing i should say is one other dream of mine that i haven't fulfilled yet that i'll share with you is i would love to write praise and worship songs that people could sing at churches around the world and so if you happen to be, there go my dogs, <laughs> if you happen to be connected to the praise and worship music industry, reach out to me, leave a comment, uh, ping me through my website because that's like an industry I'm not even tapped into, but I find it so inspirational and would love to collaborate on some songs or, you know, I'm, I'm constantly writing and learning and I want to continue to explore this whole world. Well, this is pretty cool. Just put the finishing touches on a luxury VIP retreat in the Swiss mountains. So you may have seen a little bit of rumblings about this on social media, but the beautiful Six Senses retreat, all-inclusive luxury locale in beautiful Crans, Montana, Switzerland, has graciously allowed me to bring a maximum of up to 10 folks. And this could be individuals, couples, families into a transformative experience there where I'm going to lead breath work, hikes, workouts. You'll get hands-on foraging adventures with nature's freshest ingredients in their cooking class locale there. You're going to get a chance to do amazing spa treatments, a meticulously curated program. You'll get to meet my wife and my sons who will be there. Again, families are welcome. You can bring one or two or three kids. You can make it a couple's retreat. If you want to go solo, you can. There's a limited number of rooms where we're prioritizing couples and families. But again, if you want to get in, this thing is coming up around the corner, April 17th through the 21st, 2024. So it will be all-inclusive. You'll want to fly into Geneva, Switzerland, assuming you want to get into the closest airport. I've already got our flights. Uh, You'll want to mic your calendar for April 17th through the 21st. And here's how to get in. You go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash six senses 24. That's bengreenfieldlife.com slash six senses 24. And again, it's going to be incredible all the way down to like evening sing-alongs and stargazing and yoga and meditation. And again, the spa there is incredible. Six Senses is known for having incredible retreats around the world, but this one in Switzerland is supposed to be 
one of the best. I can't wait. I led a retreat in Portugal last year and people just said it was the most amazing experience of their lives. This one will be just as good, if not better. So go to bengreenfieldlife.com slash six senses 24 and you can get in on this retreat that's coming up right around the corner, April 17th through the 21st. I hope to see you there. Of music. So again, show notes are at bengreenfieldlife.com slash music podcast. Until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield from bengreenfieldlife.com signing out. Have an amazing week. Want free access to comprehensive show notes, my weekly roundup, cutting edge research and articles, my top recommendations for everything that you need to hack your life, and much more? Visit bengreenfieldlife.com. In compliance with the FTC guidelines, please assume the following about links and posts on this site. Most of the links going to products are often affiliate links, of which I receive a small commission from sales of certain items. But the price is the same for you, and sometimes I even get to share a unique and somewhat significant discount with you. In some cases, I might also be an investor in a company I mention. I'm the founder, for example, of Keon LLC, the makers of Keon branded supplements and products, which I talk about quite a bit. Regardless of the relationship, if I post or talk about an affiliate link to a product, it is indeed something I personally use, support, and with full authenticity and transparency, recommend in good conscience. I personally vet each and every product that I talk about. My first priority is providing valuable information and resources to you that help you positively optimize your mind, body, and spirit. And I'll only ever link to products or resources, affiliate or otherwise, that fit within this purpose. So there's your fancy legal disclaimer.